0: your favorite baby girl, Lazar Barry. Welcome to Healthy Nigeria Talk, and it's another episode. Today, our conversation will be centered on weight loss. Losing weight has become the trending fashion for long Weight loss has migrated for many from being optional to necessity. Being on the heavy side in our society today is now being frowned out, unlike decades back where they were being seen as people of affluence. I must tell you, losing weight ain't no bed of roses. As a matter of fact, losing weight is one thing, then dealing with the pressure that comes with it is another. For real, I feel the pressure is on a whole different level on its own. The irony of this whole pressure is that it comes from the same society that questions you for being slim. yeah yeah i know what you're thinking like it's totally crazy a whole new kind of crazy like this very very kind of crazy so before i go further i just want you to remember this you don't need to be skinny or slim to fit into this crazy trend and fashion all you need to do is to maintain a healthy figure and a healthy figure does not mean being skinny or slim let me tell you something always remember the aim is to stay healthy in whatever shape you desire if you love yourself being chubby on a plus size then rock your body on your size we are staying healthy and i need to introduce someone to the house um she's actually my co-host and she'll be talking about this with me so make welcome to be to be over to you have the floor
1: Nazar for having me here. I'm so excited to be here to talk about the topic weight loss. Everyone has their own opinion about weight loss, what to do, what not to do, what to take and what not to take. I mean you don't need to be skinny before you become acceptable to anyone in the society or before you become acceptable to any man you think loves you. Ladies these days are losing it. Like, I, I, you, you can't even imagine. Some go to the extreme of going under the knife, like performing surgeries with suction. Some go through extreme exercises, even to the extent of star- starving themselves of the required nutrients which their body needs to become healthy and fit. Like it's crazy, and I feel the media is not helping out. Like, the media is one factor, I think, you know, make these ladies, you know, to go through this extreme because of what the present day celebrities do, you know, they are always, down, figure eight, slim tick, you know, they they always have a perfect shape and this this is misleading ladies these days.
0: The next thing on our list to be the top leading causes of weight gain yes is so obsessed with losing weight they just need anything and anything that can help them lose weight but um, before you even get to that part where you're so worried about your weight now you want to lose it let's talk about what can actually make us gain this weight yes I know you've heard of so many so many Many, many things. But right now, we are going to be dishing out some things. Yes, I think the major stuff that um, uh, that um, results to this weight gain. And I'll be talking about few. Then my partner Toby will be talking about the rest. So I have genetics. I have um, number two on my list is the engineered junk foods and their aggressive marketing. Number three is um, food addiction. Number four, insulin number five certain medication so yes genetics if one's parents are Best, of course, there's a high chance it's in their genes because obesity has a strong genetic component and it can be passed down from generation to generation. Number two is um, engineered junk food and not just engineered junk foods, and their aggressive marketing. yes, the majority of processed foods are you know, we similar like to whole foods. Most of all, these are um, our snacks easy to eat, easy to make um, fast food, junk, and all that. You can't just compare them, you can't compare their health benefits, the effects they have on the body to whole food, to a meal. These processed foods, they are often little more than refined ingredients mixed with it um, and additives. The beautiful thing about these processed foods, which are not beautiful anyway, is that they are designed to be cheap. Last non show and unresistible. yes, you just walk into an eatery or you walk into a fast food or whatever it's being called, it's being called um, and you sit and it's by and you can't just resist, resist it. that's the way it has been made. Also, um, it would be bad of me to mention their their grammy award-winning aggressive marketing skills like the way the 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 amounts they put into advertising it's so much that once you see it on the tv screen or you see it on social media the next thing your brain interprets it's how to get them the ugly part about this is that it is targeted towards children yes so if you're not um, a street parent a street guardian, at the end of the day you you just see that your children, all they eat is junk, and it's telling on them, it's telling on their body, um, it will also amuse you to know that children are becoming obese, yes, they're becoming diabetic, and they are so, so addicted to junk foods. long before they are old enough to even make decisions, so this stuff is just playing on our psychology too, so um, I think we should also they came to that. This engineered food and their aggressive marketing, it's, it's just it's just one super way for you to have a massive weight gain. Number three on our list is food addiction. Addiction is quite an issue that can be very difficult to overcome. Junk food can cause addiction in susceptible individuals. You lose your freedom of choice, and the biochemistry in your brain starts calling the shots for you. Like you can't, you can't even have that control to, you know, choose for you to say you no. Know, in fact, um, many sugar-sweetened, high-fat junk foods stimulates the reward centers in your brain. So most times, once you eat them, the next thing on your mind is you always want more. You always want to come back. The fourth thing on our list is insulin. Insulin is a very important hormone that regulates energy storage, among other things. One of its functions is to store fats and also to hold on to fats they already carry. The western diet promotes insulin resistance in many overweight and obese individuals. This elevates insulin levels all over the body, causing energy to get stored in fat cells instead of being available for use. One of the best ways to lower your insulin is to cut back on simple or refined carbohydrates while increasing your fiber intake down on all these unnecessary snacks with a whole, um, whole, um, level, high volume of refined carbohydrates, refined sugar, and increase your fiber intake. This usually leads to, um, an automatic reduction in calorie intake and effortless weight loss. Yes, once you do this to the end, you reduce your refined carbohydrate intake and increase your fiber intake. Trust me your way to weight loss. The fifth thing is setting medication. Yes, many pharmaceutical drugs can cause weight gain as a side effect. For example, antidepressants have been linked to moderate weight gain over time. Other examples include diabetes medication and antipsychotics. Some medications may promote weight gain by reducing the number of calories bond or increasing appetites. That's all on my own part. So now over to 2B to tell us more top leading causes of weight gain.
1: Like NASA rightly pointed out there are some top leading causes of weight gain and I'll be talking about leptin resistance food availability sugar and misinformation so when we talk about leptin resistance leptin is um, basically a hormone that is made by fat cells that helps to regulate energy balance by inhibiting hunger which in turn reduces fat storage so once your body Becomes resistant to leptin, it means that you tend to become hungry all the time, and this can increase your, um, the rate at which you eat, thereby increasing the fat storage in your body. So, we move down to food availability. Of course, you know, when there is plenty of food available, you tend to eat um, to your satisfaction, unlike when this food is not available and is limited. You would want to you know manage it and all of that so food availability can be said to be one of the top causes of weight gain the next is sugar like <laughs> this is like the number one food class that causes weight gain because its end product is glucose which is stored as fat in adipose um, tissues now the more sugar you eat the more fats you tend to gain and this is why you need to avoid junk foods because they are filled with a lot of sugar. And when I mean sugar, I mean unrefined sugar. They are filled with a lot of them. So you should learn how to you know, avoid junk foods, eat lots of fruits and vegetables and healthy meals, and avoid sugar. Then the last on my um, list is misinformation. course you know how the media um, projects um, celebrities and how you know you need to have how they got maybe this their perfect shape maybe they tell you to eat certain foods or drink certain drinks or take certain drugs most of those things don't actually work out most of those things are actually false so we need to be careful what um, we learn from the social media especially because we have a lot of influencers these days and these influencers you feel they know it all rather they don't know it all so we have to be careful of the kind of information you know we grabs and the, the kind of the ones we need to see out and the ones we need to use so I believe um, these uh, are like some of the leading like top courses of weight gain
0: two is dieting or exercise. I'll be focusing more on dieting. And number one thing in dieting you need to do is to cut back on refined carbs. Yes, cut back on refined carbohydrates. One way to lose weight quickly is to cut back on sugars and starches or carbohydrates. This could be with a low-carb eating plan or by reducing your refined carbohydrates. And replacing them with whole grains. When you do this, your hunger level goes down, and you generally end up eating fewer calories. With a low carb eating plan, you utilize burning stuffed fats for energy instead of carbohydrates. two is eat protein fats and vegetables each one of your meals should include a protein source a fat cells vegetables a small portion of complex carbohydrates such as whole grains um I, I really don't know what's our issue you know focusing on other classes of food why why must it be carbohydrates and it's not as if we don't have um, sufficient amounts or different varieties in which these classes uh Coming. Okay, for example now, um, taking protein, there are a lot of healthy protein um, sources and they include meats, meat in form of beef, chicken, pork and lamb, fish and seafood, salmon, shrimps to mention but a few, eggs, whole eggs with the yolk and we also have plant-based um, proteins such as beans, legumes, etc. Low carbon living green vegetables and leafy green vegetables, sorry, um, you shouldn't be scared of you know attempting to you know dive on that. There are a whole lot of healthy vegetables to include for a low carbon, low calorie eating plants. We have cauliflower, we have spinach, we have tomatoes, we have cabbage, we have lettuce, we have cucumber. Mentioned that a few so, um, healthy fats. Don't be afraid of eating healthy fats. Your body still requires healthy fats. I know that once you have fats, say, Oh, fats, this is the thing that is actually making me fat No, that's why we need to healthy fats. Yes, your body requires them no matter what your eating plan, um, yeah, no matter what your eating plan looks like, no matter what the eating plan you've decided to use. For example, Olive oil and avocado oil are great choices for um, including in your eating plan. Other fats such as butter and coconut oil should be used only in moderation, like moderation, which are moderation, high saturated fat content. Um, in summary, leave you green vegetables. I agree to, have to bulk up a meal with low calories and let's and less of nutrients. So yeah, basically on dieting, how to achieve weight loss is just to reduce your refined carbs intake and include vegetables, protein, fats to your meal. Okay, so I would just love to give you some more. No, and really I said, these are the major two. So, others are the summary or extracts, yes, out of our benevolence, healthy <laughs> Niger's benevolence. We would love to tell you how you can actually actually goal. So, yes, we've said this before eat a high protein breakfast. Eating a high protein breakfast could help reduce cravings and the calorie intake throughout the day, yes. Um, high protein breakfast proteins they are usually feeding so when you just eat them uh, most times you don't find yourself so hungry the second thing is avoid sugary drinks and fruit juice empty calories from sugar are not useful to your body and can heal that weight loss just just imagine this uh, this this calories from sugar they are not useful see your body there the, the is no gain. Like it's not. It <laughs> doesn't help in the body's upkeeping anyway. Yes. And secondly, they can also hinder with us. So come on, we, we really need to drop that. Number three. Um, drink water before meals. One study showed that drinking water before meals reduces calorie intake and may be effective in weight management. Listen, yes, I feel know, your way, just take water before meals. It kind of has a way of making it um, a bit full and you end up not eating much. Um, that's, that's, that's what I feel. But yeah, I have already read it out to you. I already told you, so stick to it. Um, the fourth thing, um, choose weight loss friendly foods. Yes. Some foods are better for weight loss than others, so take note of that and do that. Then eat soluble fiber. Studies show that soluble fibers may prote- promote rather weight loss. Yes. Um, six, drink coffee or tea. Caffeine consumption can boost your metabolism. Mm-hmm. The seventh thing, base your diet on whole foods like I've said before, and I'm saying it again. They are healthier. More feeling, nourishing, and much less likely to cause overeating. Down just processed foods, those junk foods like junk foods that cost a lot of harm. Like they're certainly caused a lot of harm for us. And just putting an end to you I'm saying no, no, no more. Yeah, nothing. Eat slowly. Eating quickly can lead to weight gain over time. Why eating slowly makes you feel more full and boosts weight-reducing hormones. Yeah. True, like I've experienced that, then get good quality sleep. This is the word get good quality sleep. Sleep is important for many reasons, and poor sleep is one of the biggest risk factors for weight gain. So, as funny as it may sound, it's the truth. So, while um, eating whole foods, higher protein, soluble fiber, and less sugar can help you lose more weight. Do not forget to get a good night's sleep too. Um, so yeah, still on the business on weight gain and weight loss. I'm still your favorite baby your Perry. So we are going to be talking about slimy tea. Um, there's this obsession and time with slimming tea and its um, effectiveness and losing weight and all that. This podcast is also dedicated to it, so stay tuned and listen attentively. Slimming teas are often advertised as a way to lose weight and cleanse the body. The theory is that the tea stimulates digestion, aids metabolism, and in some cases, rids the body of impurities. I'll be dishing out some fat on slimming tea. And I'm not going to be holding it back. This is not in any way um, to show some negative stuff about the manufacturers or the brand behind Slimming Tea or in any way reduce their sales. No, 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 they don't have the power to do that. We are just um, simply fulfilling our mission, our, our vision, our goal, which is to promote healthy living. That is what Healthy Niger stands for. Many slimming teas claim to help detox the body, but on another note, the body naturally rids itself of toxins, making a tea that claims to do this unnecessary. Teas like black tea, white tea, green tea, and all the teas um, contain antioxidants that may help reduce the risk of cancer and other diseases when they are drunk regularly. Slimming teas contain added ingredients that may be harmful to the body. There's little to no legitimate evidence that any slimming tea is effective in supporting long-term weight loss. So I really do not know where a lot of you guys are getting all this slimming tea magic and wonders and signs that they do to the body because scientifically, there is no legitimate evidence um, there's a theory behind this wheat loss with slimming tea and that is the natural ingredients will help um, suppress appetite, help the body release really toxins and help burn more calories. So because of this um, peculiarity of um, the natural ingredients, therefore I think we can actually see that they are um, just typical types of slimming teas in the market and they will include the ones that um, focuses on appetite suppressors, the ones that focuses on fat blockers, and the other, which is the metabolism booster. So, I know that right now, with this um, information which has just been released, you'll be wondering, so what's up with this slimming tea? Why is this? Why The advertisement so crazy. Why is it selling so much? Okay, I'll tell you. Um, Advertisers dwell on the speed of weight loss. Meanwhile, most weight loss that people experience is caused by either loss of water or loss of solid waste as a result of the uh, the peculiarity of the ingredients of the tea, not because it actually does any kind of magic so okay in a nutshell let's talk about the effectiveness there is very little evidence that slimity is effective i've said that before i just want to stress on it again just in case some of us uh we didn't um get it when i said it so there is very little evidence that slimity is effective okay let me shock you do you know that the united states food and drug administration fda do not recognize
2: any slimity, like
0: any, any, the baddest of the baddest, anyhow that your slimity brand, mean how they are so well known in the country, in the continent, FDA, do not recognize any of them as being effective. The company's making this often targets people who are desperate to find a solution that works. For me, if you ask me, it's not just people who are desperate to find a solution that works, but people who are desperate to find a solution that works at the speed of light. Like, now, 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 now. No. So, they just feed on that, on that fact that they are desperate. I know there's this thing that comes with desperation. Anything you see, you just want to pick up, you just want to move. To that desperation, um, you see these people who, who really desire some weight loss, they just okay, slimity, what is there? Let me just get it. And, you know, they just keep on, keep on, keep on with it. You anyway, know, it really does um, nothing for them. In most cases, the slimity creates that placebo effect of mild weight loss followed by quick weight gain. <laughs> or more, it does like magic. So that's 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 all for Sliming T for now. I want I won't I want to make decisions for you because I believe I've um, given you all the information you need to you need to know, yes. And for those of us who feel like haven't given enough information, hold up, hold on, chill. You're not yet done with this podcast. Stay tuned.
1: talking more about waist trainers, like waist trainers have been in existence for like over 5 centuries now so it's not like a new thing, it's not news it's just, I think just recently that people have this craze about waist trainers and all of that so yeah what are waist trainers? waist trainers are basically undergarments they are um, made up of um, very um, thick fabrics. Um, some are made up of um, loose metal and um Some come in the form of latex, lace, or you know other forms of fabrics. So yeah, what the waist trainers actually do? They actually help to you know accentuate the curves of your hips and bustline, because they are worn on uh, in the mid section of. Body, which is around the, the waist, which helps the waist to get you know very slim and sexy and without you, you know figure eight shape and all of that. But are waist trainers really effective in losing weight? So, I'm going to be talking about the pros and cons of wearing a waist trainer. So, let's get down to the pros, <laughs> like the advantages of wearing. Waist trainers. Um, most people um, swear by it. They say um, it gives them a hourglass, an hourglass figure, which is like a figure eight. You know, you have this very nice figure eight shape because of you have a in hour waist. So it, it accentuates your bust line and accentuates your hips as well. So most people say it helps them to control weight in terms of when you um, wear a restaurant it helps them to control what they eat and what they don't eat you know it helps them to control the amount of food they, they um, take in so basically um in that way it helps them to control their weight also westerners improves posture like he gives you this kind of confident posture you know this kind of uplifts your upper body and you know gives you that of you know, very classy and confident lady and all of that another advantage of waist training is that it helps in postpartum waist tightening postpartum waist tightening that's women who just put to bed and you know at that time your tummy is very loose and they just want to maybe really tighten up the tummy a bit and kind of like get back um, their former um, shape or therefore if they had flat on it before the one to get it back and all of that voice trainer can aid one to do that and that also helps in bustline support so those are the pros and the advantages of voice trainers <laughs> so now we will go down to the cons of voice trainers like the disadvantages of voice trainers number one is they are very very discomforting like is not, I, I I personally own a waist trainer and ever since I bought a waist trainer, I think I've worn it like three times and whenever I come back home I just toss it, like I just throw it into any angle in my room, like it is so so discomforting, like I can't even explain how. Another disadvantage is that it causes passive reflux, so you know basically the waist trainer you wear it around your waist and the organs found in this midsection of your body you have the liver you have the stomach you have the larger intestines the small morning and all of that and of course if you wear the waist trainer too tightly it might lead to it might actually cause acid reflux so you need to be very careful you don't have to always um wear it so tightly at least yourself a break come on you don't want to kill yourself because you're trying to um, lose some weight or you're trying to maybe get that figure eight shape no please don't do that be careful (laughs) be very careful don't do that okay so another disadvantage of waste trainers is that it causes breathing trouble (laughs) like this is so funny there's this incident of a lady who um fainted due to lack of oxygen because she was wearing a waist trainer like can you even believe it like it was so hilarious she actually fainted and discovered that because of the waist trainer she was actually putting on she had shortness of breath and she lacked oxygen and she fainted gosh like it is so it is so surprising the, the kind of troubles Women have to go through just to keep in shape. <sighs> you can't even imagine. So, yes, waist trainer can cause breathing troubles. So you have to be careful how you use it. Make person no good thing for road one day you get. So be very careful. Another um, disadvantage of waist trainer: can cause muscle weakness, as well as muscle weakness, as well as bone reshaping. Yes. Waist trainers because of it's a temporary fix. You have to wear it for all the time, and the constant use of waist trainers can cause your bone to reshape. Your bone that is supposed to be maybe a bit, um, you know, straightened or curved, you just I don't know, just form like a Z shape. <laughs> no, I'm just joking, but actually, um, waist trainers can cause the bones to reshape so we have to be careful about how we use them okay because in my own opinion if you ask me do waste trainers actually work do they actually work of course This particular question is related if you ask me. For me, um, I've tried using waist trainers before, and to be quite frank with you, they did not work for me. I don't know exactly how that happened. Probably it was because of the waist trainer I bought, probably it wasn't the right um, material, or it wasn't. I don't just know. But the bottom line here is that. The particular trainer I got did not work for me, but what 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 actually kept my tummy, you know, flat and gave me um, the figure I have was due to some sit-ups I did, some exercises that I did, and also diet. Diet helped me. I kind of like food my diet and what I eat and all of that.
2: But of course,
1: will I will I try to use it again in future? Sure, of course. Why not? I like trying new things. I'm not um, overly like so. um, Like, I'm not like totally against it, if that makes sense. But I wouldn't um, use a Westerner to the detriment of my health because this this is why we at Health in Nigeria, this is why we are doing this podcast. We are concerned about the health. Of um, Nigerians, who are concerned about your health. So, be careful on how you use your waist trainers. Don't make sure you don't wear so tightly that you could start to lose your, your breath and lack oxygen and all of that. And your head starts spinning, which of course would make you faint or possibly lead to serious damages. So, you have to be careful on how you use waist trainers. So there are different kinds of fish trainers actually. So they, are, um, they have the um, latex ones, they have the ones with the fabric, they have the ones you know, the ones made up made out of fabric. So actually, um, kind of like easy on the skin. Why those um, ones that are made up of laces that you have to use like ropes to hold them tight and all of that? They are kind of like very discomforting. And they are, this particular one that I made of like some form of a metallic um, material. Oh, but, oh, the trouble women have to go through, like you can imagine. This, this, is, this is crazy, like it's crazy. Even most other people say that most people like me, which of course say that question else don't actually work for them.
2: Why other people swear by
1: it that it actually worked for them? You know, all these things, is just a few um, influencers, brand influencers, people like um, Kim Kardashian, for example, she totally swears by it. And of course, because she has an hourglass figure, most people believe her and they feel whatever works for Kim works for me, uh, it doesn't work that way. Whatever works for Kim, I not work for... You so you just have to like the this um waist trainer is not um clinically approved for losing weight. I just you guys have to take note of that. Waist trainers are not clinically approved for um those who want to lose weight. So, if you want to lose weight, the best way to lose weight still remains exercising, dieting, and of course, your, genet- your genes um your gen- genetic makeup if you are.
3: Like,
1: there's like, how do they put it? There's facts in it so Let me put it that way. Um, there is no way <laughs> in this planet earth that you would ever, ever be as um, seen like that way model you usually see on the fashion TV. It uh-uh. can't work. <laughs> it can't work. Like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to disappoint you ladies out there, but you can't just walk. All you just need to do is to make sure you maintain, maintain a healthy, healthy weight, a healthy PMI, body max index. Make sure that your body max index is you not know, uh, too, uh, maybe tending towards overweight and then obesity. Just make sure you control your weight and all of that, and you'll be fine, okay? You'll be fine. Like to love your body. Come on. Whether you have figure eighteen, figure eight, whatever figure, learn to appreciate who you are. Learn to love who you are, and I'm sure you'll be fine. Because whether yeah it works, whether the strainer works, works, whether it doesn't work, the fact still remains that people will still buy it because they want to see for themselves. So that is just it. People will still buy it because obviously we have celebrities all over the world, influencers on Instagram, YouTube, you know, various social media platforms who swear by waist trainers who can like attest to the fact that waist trainers actually works for them and without people, you know, putting into consideration that they might actually have that gene of being um, on the slimmer side you get uh, to get put into concentration and they don't actually tell you girls out there the truth, check, they don't tell them the truth actually because some of these people, they use the waist trainers correctly. What, I, what do I mean by using these waist trainers correctly? Some of them um, tend to use these waist trainers while working out. Yes, some of them use these waist trainers while working out, some use it to jog, some use it to skip, some use it um, to, with dumbbells and all of that. Different um, workout techniques, so yeah, you have to be careful. Um, the kind of information you get out there, you make sure you verify everything and you have like pull like a broader understanding of what it takes to have or use a waist trainer and so you don't get disappointed at the end of the day if it doesn't work for you okay now since the effectiveness of waist trainer is relative from one individual to another it actually differs from one individual to another so we took it out there and you know we got the opinions of other women out there about the experience while using race trainers and in this um we're going to be hearing the voices of aziz ilolo ifi oma Moray, Kuni, Telma, and Winnie. So let's listen to them.
3: still useful but yes, waist trainers are quite effective. I've actually used it at one time and it really really helped me. It cinched my waist, made my tummy flatter, gave me a very nice shape but then it's not always very comfortable and then when the waist trainer gets um, expanded you throw it out and you have to get another one. But if you buy the the original ones, the very expensive original ones, those ones last longer. I guess I got the fake, probably. So the one I was using got expanded, and I had to throw it out. And since then, I've not even thought of buying another one. And actually, I've gotten my waist is still quite slim for my size. But my tummy is not as flat as it used to be and I know that once I get it back and I wear it consistently I will have a flat tummy and my cinch waist again. So yes, it is quite effective It helps really helps especially if you wear it and use it with uh, your workout routine And if you are able to wear it very well, at least eight hours a day if you wear it for a month eight hours a day You will see a major difference or whoever wants to use it will see a major difference You just have to endure the discomfort that comes with it for that period And afterwards after wearing it for one two days it becomes very comfortable like you forget that you're even wearing it honestly so that's just it. Really, it's
2: effective. Bye, my dear. I really feel waste trainer is a temporary fix. Like, I think it doesn't work because you can't tell me everything about weight loss. Everything about weight loss, people still don't get eat less and work out sometimes you don't even need to work out just eat less of what your body is on, that is when you lose weight, so if you like if you tie a wrapper, if you tie uh, if you wear a waist trainer all those things are temporary fix. maybe just the wear it under clothes and look good people that it only works for or they think it works for them are people that That are wearing the waist trainer, they're still watching their weights, they're still dieting, they're still working out. So they assume that it's the waist trainer that is cinching them or that is doing the work. No, it's not the waist trainer, it's just your body doing what it's supposed to do when it's not getting more food, when it's not getting enough food.
1: Yes, it's very effective, very, very effective. But then, if you stop wearing it, the fat grows back. Or if we can be consistent in it, you'll see the results, it's very effective.
3: I think
0: westerners trainers are only effective to control um, portion of food intake but i don't think they are effective to make you lose tummy
1: fat
4: for which trainers if you want to use it to lose weight. It does more of compressing. So if you're under the wish like when you wear and now, it's going to be burning. Some of them burn like fat because you're pressed like I don't know how to explain it like you're wearing something that is quite smaller than your arm. It's just like when you take elastic band and wrap it on your arm real tight or rubber ring. You see that, that place gets smaller. That's what it does. And secondly I feel for me I don't know about other people but it doesn't define your waist it's going to help you trim the waist quite alright you're going to burn down at that part but it does not define your waist you know when you wear a bikini you look you have that curve by your waist you don't really have that curve when you use a waist trainer to lose tummy fat you don't really get it, and then you don't lose your back fat because it doesn't really cover the top part of your back. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. If you want to buy, if you a size 32, you should be looking towards getting a waist trainer. Mm-hmm. What waist trainer of a size 28? 'Cause you have to get something smaller mm-hmm. to be able to,
2: you know.
0: Yes, they are. Waist trainers are effective, especially if used immediately after childbirth. Yeah.
1: Yeah. don't think waist trainers are effective because
4: there was a certain time I was using waist trainers without exercising. Believe me, my stomach didn't go down; it was just where it was. But as soon
1: as I start mixing or mixing it up with exercises, especially the core, core, um, core exercises, it I start seeing
4: a change. Anyone who wishes to lose weight or to lose stomach fat and just keeps taking and um, putting on
1: waste trainers and taking green tea slimming tea and what have you without exercising it's just wasting her time so when it's mixed with exercise it's highly effective yeah
4: waist trainers are effective but only on the short run though on the long run not really effective it's just if you want to achieve a period of time probably to wear an outfit while going out you know to have that um, flat tummy effect but on the long run it's not effective reason being that from my experience if you're wearing it, you're consistent with it and you just stop wearing it for like three days only Ah, you're three settings and even worse than the factory sets itself So, yeah, I think it's effective but only short-term
1: <laughs> This is very interesting Like, after going through the opinions of all these ladies, it is so obvious that the effectiveness of waist trainers, which is whether waist trainers help to lose weight or not, is actually very relative to the individual using it. Some individuals use it and it works out perfectly for them, while others use it and it doesn't work out at all, like because of probably, um, wrong use or they didn't use it with exercise just as um mori outrightly said she said it didn't work out for her until she used it while exercising then she started seeing results so yeah in my opinion actually i would say the use of waist trainers is actually very relative to from one um individual to another so yeah
0: all for now and we've come to the end of this podcast thank you to be thank you so much to be it's an honor doing this with you
1: Excited to be part of this podcast. Like I really um, had fun learning and and learning, and you know, getting different views about what um, each individual thinks about a particular um, topic. Just like with trainers, so yeah, I enjoyed every bit of it, and I hope we do this more often. (laughs) So yeah, I really did enjoy this whole process. So thank you for having me. Thank you, thank you so much. I truly, truly appreciate.
0: Yes, so it's really, really... I really enjoyed my time with you today. So we've come to the end. And thank you so much for listening, for staying this long. I hope there was never a dull moment. I hope you actually answered all your questions, and um, cleared the air about some means. Has to do with slimming tea, all these strainers, or any funny thing you've heard. And please, we want to use this opportunity like we always do. This is helping Nigeria friend around. Please say no to drug abuse and issues. Whatever you've been told, anyway, whether from anti loss or anti chemist, about using this particular drug um, which aids in weight loss, please, that's not. The right way, um, these drugs have their specifications what they are used for. So, when you abuse them or misuse them, you're actually bringing danger, you're bringing hell to your doorstep. And I know nobody wants to bring hell to their doorstep, like it might not even show, like within a twinkle of an eye or within a few seconds. There's something that happens with time, so nobody prays for anything bad to happen to them. So, while we don't pray for anything bad, let's not bring bad things to our doorstep. And this is Healthy Nigel Talk. Always remember our aim as a brand is to promote healthy living and maintaining a healthy figure is definitely part of it. So love yourself, rock your body. We are out here to also promote mental health. So don't let anybody shame you about your weight. If you're not happy about the way you look, then it's okay. Listen to our podcast um, again and try to follow instructions like... We hope to hear about your success stories. Thank you. Bye. I'm still your for writing to your nice
3: Kisses.